Welcome back to The Catch. It's been a long time, but we are back. John, David, myself, Michael. John, I'm not going to laugh at your chat because I am a strong man and a professional podcaster. It's been two months. You have a a stronger will than I do. And he's back. The joke is I just uh, muted myself, actually, and then just laughed as soon as everyone started talking it wasn't on me anymore oh did you yeah. actually I didn't no but I, I didn't actually meet myself but i did like, just like uh, lean away from the mic back. and do a laugh yeah it's like, that's just, a pro podcaster the, move as soon as the attention's off of you oh my gosh <laughs> see i'm not a pro podcaster i just laugh into the microphone uh, none of us are pro podcasters <laughs> i'm just i'm a little rusty yeah. you know it's been it's been two months so i'm trying to get back into the swing of things here yeah i'll learning how to talk again it's been two months since we've recorded, or at least a month or so since we've recorded. But speaking of long times, it's been a full year, now over a year since we podcast, since we actually started podcasting. It's been like, you know, a year and two months at this point since we're actually getting to do this. But we all went MIA for about a month and a half with just the busiest times of our lives. So, well, John, you were a different kind of busy, but you were MIA still. <laughs> I was MIA. That's right. Yeah. 30 days silent retreat is it's busy, but it's a, it's a, I don't know how to describe it, but it's very, uh, it keeps you going. Let's put it that way. Fair David, enough. David graduated, which I don't know. Did you, I haven't listened to any of the episodes. You guys talk about all this. I don't know if we did. I don't, I don't know if we did. We, we might've, I did graduate though. Everyone, I didn't fail my last class. So Woo. big hurrah. Have you um, received your diploma yet? No, I got a, they like the college of education sent me like, you could get, they were like, oh, we're sending out just like free stuff. So send out free stuff. And and there was a second diploma cover. So now I have two diploma covers, but no diploma. So. I honestly don't know if I even got a diploma cover last year. Well, I have. (laughs) Genuinely, I don't think they sent me one. (laughs) Well, yeah, Michael, if you want one, I got two. Hook me up. Nice. I don't think I have one. I think I just have a diploma. I think yeah. mine's oh. in, literally just in like a plastic folder in my room right now. And honestly, I hope that's where it is. Otherwise, I don't know where it is. I don't know where mine is. I remember getting it and then being like, I don't care about this. And my dad was like, well, I do. <laughs> I was like, okay. Made a lot of money for this. Yeah, really. That's honestly what he, told me what he said. I was like, oh, okay, well, I, none of this really matters anymore. But your dad's a doctor though and you know like in doctor's offices they have like all like the diplomas that they've earned always on the wall so it's, yeah. like, this, it's like the slight flex of like i promise i'm not like bsing you right now i'm actually a doctor uh-huh. they're just gonna see one like your diploma is going to be added to that list john rahimi got your like bachelor's of arts in there or something yeah i remember going to the i to warby parker to get my glasses back in december and the nurse who was like the most beautiful eye technician of all time. I was like, there's no way this girl's a real doctor. <laughs> like she's gotta be fake, but she had a diploma on the Whoa. wall. So she was legit. <laughs> she, the place she was like 27. I was like, how long have you been doing this? Like two days. Oh yeah. I guess it makes sense. Like medical school is a while. Yeah. I was like, I figured she'd be older. And she You're might, her she first might have been a very ever. good looking, you know, 30 year old. Who knows? Fair enough. Yeah. Should I put up my diploma in my classroom next year just to flex on everyone? Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, I need to know. Yeah. 
look at all these sixth graders who don't have diplomas, but I do. Ha ha. <laughs> you should put your high school diploma there too and just flex on that too. <laughs> the Okay, so when I graduated from high school, as you guys know, I share a room with um, two of my brothers and they had my high school diploma on the desk, like out. I didn't put it there. I like put it in a drawer and they had it out and I'm like, why is it out? And like, oh, we have it up for ironic purposes. And I never really figured out what that meant, but I don't think, I'm pretty sure it was an insult. <laughs> <laughs> we put it up for ironic purposes. But yeah, that'll be the ultimate flex. I plan on doing that someday in my office, just putting my high school diploma. Not even I might not even put my U of I diploma, just my high school diploma and be like, that's all you need to know. This explains everything <laughs> yeah. about me. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, there are priests who have like their their graduate degrees. If they go on for further studies, they'll put them up there. I'm like, you guys are losers. Get over yourself. No one cares. No one even knows what that means. Although if you get the, the doctorate in theology, it's kind of an awkward thing to put up on your, uh, you know, on your wall. Because it's just a big poster that says your name and then STD. And it's like, that's weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a doctorate of sacred theology. And the, the initials are STD. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Congrats, man. You did it. Yep. It's like, hey, boy. I'm so proud of you. Michael, do you want to get our doctorates in theology together just for the memes? Just for the memes. <laughs> I'm in. Went to Rome and got an STD. <laughs> yeah, Michael, we what can happens? sign up for it as quick as possible. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with education, but I just have it up in my classroom. I don't know. I think I'd be able to teach. No. <laughs> no, not at all. Especially if you did it for the memes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of work for the memes, but I think we could do it. I, Michael, I think you and I are stubborn enough where I don't think we'd be, I don't think we'd do a good job, but I don't think we'd necessarily quit. I agree. I think we'd, I think we'd do just fine. I would never, ever, ever trust either of you. <laughs> My last thing is, and then any single time John tried to talk to us about his religion in general, he'd be like, excuse me, John, but I have a doctor in theology, so oh you need gosh. to stop. I, would lose I really will. I, I, I will go back to school purely so I can do that to John because it would be funny. It would make him so mad. <laughs> we were doing um, at dinner yesterday. So I'm at uh, the Mission of Our Lady of Angels in West Humboldt Park, i.e. the hood. Uh, That's the where the West... alligator was, right? The what? Wasn't that where the alligator was two years ago? Sorry, this is super off topic. There was an alligator? Yeah. I was off of yeah. everything in two years ago, so I don't know. Is that Humboldt Park? Probably. Park? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay, there sorry, John. I'll do some research. Parks. John, you keep on talking. I'm going to do some Yeah, research. you go figure out where this alligator was. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm at the mission with the Franciscan Sisters of the Eucharist. And we were, there's some other seminarians and a few other volunteers who were here. And we were having dinner yesterday. So I asked them about personality tests because I was like, hey, um, I have a theory that all of you are introverts because none of you know how to talk to anyone. <laughs> there's like two guys who like will talk and then the other ones don't. So it's like really awkward at dinner where everyone's really quiet. And you're like, so what's, uh, what's going on? How was your day? And it's like, no one wants to say anything. It's really painful. And I'm pretty introverted. Um, although according to my, um, what you might call it test, I'm an extrovert. The Myers-Briggs, I'm an ENTJ, which means I'm an extrovert. But I'm I like think, a, do you have, you have like your introverted moments. But I think yeah. overall. I recharge very, by talking to people. So yeah, you're like, very personal. I think you're more extroverted than you maybe give yourself credit for. I feel probably. like you're like a self-identified introvert. Yeah. Like actuality, <laughs> you're putting, more yeah. of an extrovert. Yeah, put me in a box, man. All right, David, what's the answer? Was there an alligator in Humble Park? Oh, I figured it out. I'm, I'm going to send you the screenshot in a second. Um, okay. The, I just want, it is, it is Humble Park. I just want to read this, um, 
this headline because this is the wildest thing in Chicago. It's like the wildest month in Chicago. It goes, as Humboldt Park Gator Watch enters day three, Alligator Bob says the creature is getting comfortable. Subheadline: as salsa music blared and crowds cheered, the Humboldt Park Gator ventured further into the lagoon. That is the start of a great so, story. That is a great short story so intro. Basically, to give a quick summary, um, say we're just getting further and further into the rabbit hole. So two summers ago, the, in Humboldt Park, like in the like lake by there, they found that there was an alligator living in there. So they were like, well, we need to catch the alligator. So they hired a guy named Alligator Bob from Chicago. I don't know why. He's supposed to be an alligator like hunting specialist, but if he's living in Chicago, I, I'd doubt his credentials because there's not that many alligators in Chicago. Um, because of how good so he they, is. Yeah, exactly. So they hire him. And it's this, like, it is headline news every single day for like a couple weeks. And that it's like people see him doing these bizarre kind of traps or something like that. And then eventually, about two weeks in, the city fires Alligator Bob because it was clear he had no idea what he was doing. Oh, that's a bummer. And then they hired some guy from Florida who caught the alligator in, like, a day. But the stuff that he was doing was, like, he was using, like, fake alligators to, like, as bait to, like, lure the bigger alligator. And he was saying, like, telling people to stop being so loud because he was scaring away the alligator. And everyone just took it as fact until they realized, like, this guy had no idea what he was doing. But... My sister was in Spain during that summer. So I sent her a screenshot and I still have it like saved somewhere. And I, and, and I can send it to you. It's just the wildest article you've ever read that it completely seems like it'd be satire. Anyway, so Alligator Bob and then the alligator, they called him Chance the Snapper was his official name. But anyway, John, that wasn't long story short. That wasn't Humboldt Park. I was correct. All right. There you go. So the alligators in Humboldt Park. Who knew? Um, yeah, the personality thing. Why was I bringing that up? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, um, you, have you, did you guys take those those tests? The Enneagram yeah. and the thing. Yeah. What number I, are you? I just took one actually, like two weeks ago. But it was the DISC profile. I don't know if you ever heard of that. No. Um, I took it with my work, and I got a very interesting mix of everything. But I'm trying to think what I was for the Enneagram. I feel like maybe I was a three. Um, let me look that up. I have we've been we were going through it all last night and it was very interesting. Yeah, um, number three. I was a number three. Definitely a three. A three. Yeah, because I think I had the same one as another one of our friends. I took that. I don't remember what number I got. It was either like a one or a nine, but whatever one I got, it was like a ninety-nine percent match. Yikes. I was a one. Whatever whatever which one it was, Christina predicted, like my sister predicted from mm. the get-go. Um for the Myers Briggs, I'm an ENFJ. Oh, we're so close, but you're feeling and not thinking. Because I don't think, because I have a smooth um, brain. Apparently. Yeah, they're very, I mean, this, uh, the Enneagram Institute website that describes the, the things is very insightful. It's very helpful. Um, yeah. So all you people out there who are wondering, because it helps you, like, I don't know, like, you have friends take it and you can see, like, how do you relate to people who are different numbers and then, like, it kind of helps you see like, oh, this is why things are like this in this relationship a little bit, um, mm-hmm. which is great. It's very helpful. I, I appreciate it, especially with team dynamics. <laughs> so that's uh, definitely very helpful in team dynamics. That's why my work did it is they wanted to like, yeah. improve like team chemistry. So they want everyone yeah. wanted to learn about each other's personalities. Yeah. What makes you tick? Um, yeah. So we are 
15 minutes into our rabbit hole. You time Oops. <laughs> no, I'm just estimating. Um, either way, it has been a year of us podcasting, so we wanted to kind of do some fun stuff to kind of commemorate the year as well. Um, maybe some highlights, some flashbacks, and kind of, you know, celebrate the fruit that came of it, um, both in our own personal lives, but hopefully for those good also. Times come out. Oh, man. Uh, do you have copyright for that? Um, oh, crap. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't think we're getting any calls from legal parties. Um, yeah, please don't sue us. We don't have that much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth your time. <laughs> I pay $250 a month. It's not worth it. <laughs> Either way, though, yeah, I wanted to kind of maybe see from your guys' perspective that some of the fruit that you've seen come from this podcast maybe your personal life, relationships, external, whatever it may be, but open the floor to you guys kind of going back a year. It's kind of crazy to see where we are now with it. Um, a lot has changed with the format and even just how we do this podcast. So what is uh, your overarching thoughts on the last year? I can go. Yeah, I was going to say something. And I was like, that's going to have to get cut if I say it. So <laughs> I'll just um, Well, think back to a year ago. I was like, oh, these two idiots are doing a podcast. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I heard about the idea. I thought it was very cool. Um, but as you guys know, I didn't join until um, further down the road. But I did. I didn't listen. I listened to a good chunk of your podcast before I joined. Not all of them, but a good chunk. But I remember enjoying them, getting a good amount out of them. Um, and I'm not just saying that. And then, uh, yeah, when I was, I think since honestly I was at, um, asked to join and I was lucky enough to be on here I think kind of two two big things I think one just having like really good conversations um just about certain topics that maybe um I wouldn't have necessarily looked up or wouldn't have been like honestly like looking more into and I think that's been really good for me and I think it's kind of furthered my relationship with the Lord and just just honestly his overall knowledge of like the church um what we believe and then the second I think is really good is just honestly been friendship especially with COVID I was kind of nagging Michael before we started, like the three of us have not seen each other all like in one setting in well over a year. Although we've seen, we've all seen each other, right? But mm -hmm. just in different, um, just not all together. Yeah. Um, but that's been really good though. I think that's been amazing for friendship. And as you know, we probably spend more time just talking and then we do recording around these calls. Um, so that's been something that I've been very fortunate about um, as well. And even if it's something that like, I'm trying to fit into my week back like when I like during the school year when I was like a little bit busier. Um, it was something I was always very like when we started recording, I was always very happy that like I ended up making time for. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's been, it's been a good, uh, strange experience. Um, just thinking back, like when we started it, it like evolved so much from our original vision of like, well, how this is going to go. Like originally it was like it was just supposed to be like emails, I think once a week. And then it turned into like, hey, like what if we have like articles? And then like what if we do a podcast? Uh, and then the podcast was sort of like, well, we'll just do whatever we want. And then it's like seeing over the course of the year, and then especially Dave when you join, like watching that sort of get fleshed out of like, okay, what what are we gonna talk about on the podcast and how is that gonna look and feel? Um, because before it was sort of like really like topic focused on like things um, you know, akin to a certain priest on the YouTube who likes to, you know, answer people's questions and topical issues um, and slowly moved 
kind of away from that into more just like whatever's going on in our life. <laughs> and it's like, I'm dealing with this right now. Let's talk about it. Um, Cause someone else out there is probably dealing with the same thing, uh, which I think is great. Cause it's, it's sort of just a, um, a way for people to hear about uh, how does someone else deal with the experience of living the Christian life in the world um, and getting to hear from, you know, three random people in Illinois. Uh, sometimes it's helpful and I hope at the times and maybe it's not being, uh, but you know, such is life. It's been a good, um, a good experience too of learning how to, um, like for me, how to listen to other people and then uh, how to take what I learn at seminary and my own prayer and how to articulate it to, to others in a way that isn't just like rambling and nonsense, even though I think most of the time it's, it's um, yeah, it's been really helpful in that regard because I, I feel more confidence of being able to just like go into conversations with people and not worried about, okay, what are they going to ask me? Do I feel prepared or not? And just being confident in the Lord to like provide me with, um, what I need, um, and that it's, that's in there, uh, because I've remained close to him, at least I try to. So, um, yeah, like I've, I've noticed the fruit of this podcast plays out in conversations that I have at, um, uh, seminary or in other people's houses when I go over there, um, with my own family. Like I just, I appreciated what it's done for my, uh, yeah, for myself. It has made us, I think, all have to be better on our feet when it comes to just articulation of our thoughts, because, uh, you know, you only have a couple of seconds to respond or your mind's racing frantically. And so you have to become a much better listener, but also you have to be able to dialogue and just respond better and more intentionally. Um, and it's kind of funny, I, over a year ago, I mean, this was like an off the wall idea I had while I was praying. And I think I texted you, John, and I was like, hey what do you think? And it's changed so much. I mean, it was so formally done and we made it, we were so serious about it. Um, not that we're not serious about it now, but we overthought it and overplanned it. And it was a little bit rigid probably at times. Um, I still thought it was really good, but it was probably rigid to other people uh, because I am probably biased towards my baby. Uh, <laughs> my baby. You never think your own baby's ugly. It's, it's just part of life. <laughs> um, but yeah, then like adding David to it's been like a, kind of like a refreshment. And kind of when David joined, it was kind of like a pivot in our strategy and in our methods and kind of how the podcast worked. Now it is much more like the fruit of our own prayer lives mm -hmm. um, or the fruit of kind of our own experiences. Um I know, John, like there's stuff that we're going to be talking about soon from your 30-day retreat. Uh, I know there's stuff that we've talked about from my experience, David. There's stuff that you experienced in college that brought about topics. Mm -hmm. And so it's become much more intentional and personal where I think we're able to be have better conversations because they're genuinely coming from us, a very Lord, loyal part really, of us. Right? Yeah, yeah, from the Lord, yeah. But it's coming from a very, like, our conversations are very authentic and real. I mean, <laughs> we're so cool. We're so real, man. Probably not. Yeah, we try, uh, but we're not like fabricating, you know, topics out of thin air just for the sake of talking about them. It's usually like one of us is like, "Hey, I want to know more about that. Let's talk about it." Or like, "Hey, this happened in prayer. Can we talk about it?" And that's been a ton of fun and a blast for me. But you know, 
I, I get asked this sometimes by people. I don't ever really have a good answer for it. I don't know if either of you will. Um, do you have a favorite podcast that we did from this last year? If somebody's listening right now and they're like, uh, what's they a good suck. podcast <laughs> that I missed? Um, Ooh. I was looking through, I think I, I texted you guys uh, a while ago. There was one, I'm trying to remember which one it was that I sent you that I really liked. Yeah, Update Required, I thought was one of the, the best ones that we did. Um, I thought it had really, it was very succinct. It felt very balanced. Um, banter content. Us being which honest. one was that about again, John? Um, you read the description. Uh, we were very tired that day. It says, and <laughs> they took a lot. They took a look at how the way we communicate with friends impacts our relationship with God. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Off the top of my head. Um, oh, spiritual fatherhood too, Mike. I like that one a lot. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Christina, oh, for yeah. giving us that topic. Yeah, shout out, Christina. Shout out. Mine might be the spotlight one. If you're like, the spotlight is on you. Oh yeah. Um, the description for those who are wondering is uh, Michael, John, and David paint the picture of God's light in the enemy's darkness. Plus, John gives a glimpse of his prayer life. Um, that was kind of where we went through the imagery of like staying in the light and actually living in it and not preferring the darkness and not going into the darkness out of shame or fear. Mm. Um, that one I thought was very personal to all of our lives. And there was a lot that came out of it that I took to prayer for like literally three weeks after that. So yeah. that was one of those um, ones like you record it and like does probably more for you than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I've got a lot of people tell me the first one they really like, which I was always surprised by. The yeah. friendship and the gospel. The friendship the gospel. Probably because they were so, so surprised that we could actually like talk coherently for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if that was the reason. Um, like, wait a second. These guys know how to do this. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a good topic, though. I think that was a really good starter topic. Um, kind of from there, that was kind of like the foundation of the podcast in general. Like that entire podcast was about forming friendships, one, with was the Lord, but then having yeah. friendships with you know, your close circle and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those friendships that are actually building you up and leading you closer to the Lord. Uh, and I think it was kind of, it's kind of ironic. Like it wasn't like the plan of why we chose that as our first pop topic. That was all random, but it ended up being the perfect podcast because it's how I view the three of us. Now it is, it's that friendship that we have with each other. That's founded in the gospel, which the fruit of that friendship has now become this podcast and the fruit of this podcast feeds into other people, obviously, but feeds right back into that friendship and feeds into our relationship with one another. Mm-hmm. Wait, were you, were you saying that it was the first podcast that we all did together? No, the very first one. The very, okay, I don't think I ever listened to that one. <laughs> okay. Well, just, Michael, can you, just can you kick honest. him off really quick? <laughs> David's off the podcast. <laughs> No, actually, you want to hear. True fan. <laughs> oh, do you want to hear actually the reason why? Because I didn't start listening until you until you guys had a few episodes under your belt. So this <laughs> is so bad. Trust these guys. You guys are no. I was about to say, kind of. I do this occasionally with some shows. If I'm like familiar with the show, I'm like, I'm gonna start not at the beginning, kind of wait till they get their kinks out. That was kind of basically what I did. It was like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not gonna listen to the first couple episodes. I'm gonna kind of wait wait until they you know hit a rhythm. So I don't think I've listened to that first one. I think we had our rhythm in the first one, and then we hit some kinks like yeah, the next 10 podcasts after that. So you missed out, bud. Well, I guess I'm a fool of that. 
Yeah, that's very true. Um, <laughs> I think my favorite one off the top of my head, I think I liked From Boys to Men. So that was the um, the description is Michael and David Prasus John's surprise topic about masculinity, and it leads to a lively discussion about boys and men in The Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes, the you can't call boys boys. <laughs> I kind of so, like that because there was a I'm little bit kidding, of... John. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm with you, dude. I thought that was great. It was a good podcast. I kind of liked it because I don't know. You guys like, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind when people don't share like the same opinion yeah. or the same point of view. So I kind of liked that. It was like a very good discussion. Yes. And like John was trying to convince us of this. I wasn't convinced <laughs> right away. I kind of had some questions like, yeah. No, that's a good point. I kind of like liked it. the tension. I know maybe that that might be something for the future to consider doing more kind of like not like a topic review I don't know how much we actually disagree on but like there are ones where I'm sure we we could get into it there's probably some disagreement or like different ideas of how something should be done um, even that wasn't like a disagreement or it wasn't an argument but it was just like a different no, it's way a of thinking just yeah. having a conversation man yeah. yeah I kept having getting this so we were painting the other day and there are there were one of the girls here is a painter or an art I don't know she liked art so I brought up the question like okay what is art and this led to a, a two day philosophical discussion about how do you like how can you judge art as art or not and you know everyone kept referring to it as like, oh they're back on like their their argument or their debate or whatever I'm like not, no we're just having a discussion we're trying to find an, an answer here we're trying to look for truth um so like I mean there's nothing wrong with that where you're just mm-hmm. like coming at this thing and trying to hit it from all sides to figure out like what what can we take away from this like where's the lord here um so i think it's good and people need to be a little more comfortable with you know being a little uncomfortable in conversations where it's like this person isn't receiving what i'm trying to give them right away how do i meet them where they're at you know how are they meeting me what's what's going on here so that's and that's one of the great things about doing this is like learning how to do that you know Mm -hmm. or like you said i don't think it was either now or when we were talking before like it was before that there are times when, you know, someone starts steering the conversation in a totally different direction than you would want to go. And it's like, get back where I want it to be, you know, but it's like, nope, we're just going to go there because this is where the Lord is Lord leading us. At least we trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Um, and though we talked about, we used to prep a ton and not to say we don't prep because we still prep and we have topics that we go for intentionally, but we used to prep so much. And like John is saying, when somebody, when you have like a topic or a discussion in mind, this happens in friendship too. Like you're like, I'm going to go get this out of this friend tonight. I'm going to see this friend. I'm going to get this, this, this out of it. Um, and then you go there and it, like, it starts not to happen the way you want it to. And it's like, you freak out because you, you're not in control. It's mm-hmm. not going how you planned. And then you just become super self-conscious and think you're awful. And yes. in reality is just like, you just need to let go of the control and let kind of the natural flow of your relationship and of just, life happen that's kind of where the podcast has gone recently which is fun um but my next question is more of a we've had some time looking back but looking forward the start of year two this is kind of like we we all took a break um with work retreat school all these things but this is kind of like you know we're, we're kind of getting back in the swing of it now a little bit with all of our schedules um what is the catch a Catholic podcast year two look like to the two of you a sophomore slump. <laughs> I so hope it, was, not. it was right. It was right there. Loving fruit. Loving fruit. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. That's a good um, question. 
Um, Dave, do you have an actual answer? Because otherwise, I don't um, start rambling. <laughs> I, have a, I, have, I have an actual. Say. I think I have an actual answer. I think it's okay, a little cheesy. Um, I would say, um, maybe kind of like touching the, maybe kind of pushing a little bit of like the boundaries of what we did before. Maybe trying out new things. I know, like, I think we kind of know like what we've done and what we've liked. Um, but kind of, you know, maybe changing things up a little bit. Um, yes, that too, John. And a bold exploration. No, just kidding. Um, but yeah, just kind of like, honestly, like, I think we kind of have a foundation now and I'm hoping, you know, and kind of keep what's been working, but also maybe try, you know, something that's a little bit new, you know, spice things up a little bit. What do you, what do you, what does that look like? What do you mean? Try something. That's a great new. question. Um, like I don't know. Topic, I think topic kind of like, wise or like format wise. I mean, topic wise, format wise, it could be both, but kind of like something how we did, like, you know, we did like the Kung Fu Panda podcast. Actually, that might've been my favorite. Um, <laughs> just like, I don't know, just thinking that it was like a little bit unusual than what we normally do. You know? Yeah. That's I, yeah. That would, that's all good stuff. I've been wondering how to do like, cause we did that one on the, the song from um, the greatest showman, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I keep trying to think of like ways you can do like a a deep dive into a song like that without playing the actual song, you know? Yeah, it's really hard. It's, hard. it's a weird like medium to go into, right? Because with a video, you could do like a you make a YouTube video and you can show the clips from the movie or the you know show that you're talking about, and people can see what it is that you're referencing as you talk about it. Um, or at least like if you talk about it on a podcast, it's easier to visualize. But like a song, you're just reading lyrics off a page. Um, which I guess is helpful. It's kind of like reading from a book and talking about that. But because um, I do, we were we were painting and I was I had Mumford going, and I like, you know, I don't I hadn't listened in a while, so listening to the lyrics and I was like, gosh, these guys are just freaking crushing it. There were so many little like nuggets in there. I was like, I would love to talk about that. Like that mm-hmm. has so much in there that could just be like poured over. Um, yeah, so I think that's a, that'd be a cool idea to. Yeah, try new topics um, in terms of like doesn't necessarily just need to be like some explicitly uh, Catholic thing. Um, it's interesting. But I mean, yeah, with uh, having guests on and um, yeah, I'm sure it'll happen like it did when I was gone. But like mixing up the uh, who's on and who's not on. Um, like we always try to have it all three of us, but depending on schedules, whatever, just making it happen with two of us, whatever. Um, every time before this, like maybe having some women on to talk about things that we are not well versed in. Mm-hmm. Um, for, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's super interesting because women are a total mystery. <laughs> it's good to get some insight once in a while, but like, hey, how, uh, what's that like, you know? Yeah, John, you should leave that podcast with that line. Just saying, hey, you're a total mystery. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Tell I, us about I this. Legitimately, I told Monica and Katie that actually when I was at brunch with them. I was like, women are a mystery. <laughs> it's true, man. What are you going to do? Like, it, It's true. It's true. But yeah, I think it's been a fun year one, but year two looks good. Maybe there'll be some changes. Sounds like we'll have some art own internal discussions of what could be happening in the next couple of weeks, but maybe some advancements in technology and our ability to share what we're talking about, kind of like John saying with his music or um, movies, those kinds of things. Maybe we'll look at some alternatives, but yeah, hopefully a year full of more fun topics and fun guests and 
maybe some more femininity on here outside of our macho macho masculinity <laughs> yeah right yeah uh, uh, shit, just shit. kidding do you have any but, ideas any um, thoughts any desires for the future desires you know Hopes, I, i've liked what it's been going recently i'm hoping by the end of this year we'll be in person we won't have to do this over zoom anymore i think that'll be really great yeah, for us and listeners that will change the dynamic though it's a, it's it a totally different feel being in person like that one we did with david back in last summer when i was with him it's, it's a very uh I don't know. It just it sort of changes it up a little bit. So mm-hmm. it will be cool to be able to do it in person if we can. Yes. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I think just getting, we're all comfortable behind the microphone now, I think, and we're comfortable with our topics and our conversations. So now that we have the foundation, I think we can start going outwards a little bit more and kind of trying new challenges and trying new things, whether it's different topics or styles or guests, whatever it may be. Um, yeah. I think just, uh, keep plugging along doing new things as much as we can it's usually my strategy usually works there you go everyone tried and true method we'll figure it out as we go yeah yeah that's how we do it um yeah but everyone who's been listening to us for the last year whether you've been here the whole year or you're new thank you um it means a lot to us from the people that we have heard of in the past heard from in the last year with the whatever the compliment was or even just reaching out and asking for a topic recommendation um which we will get to eventually we always will get to just might take a while so be patient (laughs) but it it means a lot to us and we appreciate your support it's been definitely a learning experience for us and you know it's just year one there's more to come stay tuned that's right yeah it's um it's a strange and beautiful thing to be able to like share your life with people in a when you don't see them <laughs> um i often wonder like what do people like receive out of this not just content wise but like from our personalities and like probably it's like the vanity and like what do they think about us you know like what do they imagine that we're actually like because i think I, I mean i hope at least that our our personalities come through um if i was reading through that enneagram test and even like as i've met these new people um which i'm not good at doing i'm not good at meeting new people but I read that out loud. I was like, oh boy, like people probably think I'm like an insane person. It's just very like intense and like in your face. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that comes across in the podcast. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But hopefully like our personalities are able to, to show in some way how the Lord's body uh, is very active and different. And it's a beautiful mess uh, of a thing. Like you just think of the cross and how, broken and messy the body of christ is on the cross that like that's the body of christ it's the church uh in its humanity it's very uh broken but she's a spotless bride so there's good there's good things happening i hope through all of that mess and our mess we're messy yeah yeah no i i trust that there is but we'll see we'll see where it goes but that's all I have really for today. Just a quick, you know, getting us back in the swing of things, look back on the last year and kind of look forward with what's to come. So we'll be out with a podcast next week on the body of Christ, the Eucharist and the importance of getting back and receiving him. So we will talk to you all very soon. Stay tuned for more to come over the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm.
Adios. Peace. See ya.